You know, my hungry ass could never be a man in black. What? What? <laughs> Welcome to Reshoot, Amateurs No Suits, too many movies to explore. Ruthie, Hector, and Ed, laughter till the end, let's see something never done before. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> All right. Welcome to okay, re- yeah, Reshoot, no, an amateur's no guide to gooder film. No, and <laughs> a podcast where we uh, fix movies we like. Dislike or somewhere in between. Uh, I'm your host, Rex, W-R-E-X. Wait, sorry, no. wrong franchise about people who stop a hive mind, uh, aliens and humans who work there stop no, a hive no, mind. No, I'm Agent E. I'm Agent R. I'm Chris Hemsworth, I guess, because I'm Agent H. Yeah, that one's taken. You're Agent yeah. D. Deep nuts. Well, would it go to your middle name then? Wouldn't you be? The hell is your middle name? You'll never know, Ed. How the fuck do you not know? (laughs) I don't remember. He doesn't have a Facebook. That no, he does. You know, I actually updated my picture on Facebook recently. I need to update my picture on Facebook. I don't even care about mine anymore. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, no, yours is an H, right, Ed? Middle name? No. I have 25 more guesses. Okay, so <laughs> what movie are we... F- I'm Hector. Our names, yeah, actual names. Okay, I'm Agent E. Okay, we're not getting our actual Edu. name. Edu. Edu. <laughs> um, today, we're fixing Men in Black International. Yes. Hmm. It's not even trying to fix. It's like, no, we're fixing it. <laughs> this movie. It, there, yeah. So much potential. That second half was just like, you can tell they kind of re-wrote yeah. a lot. Hector and I saw this in theaters and I kind of liked it. I think we're looking back. I think I was just excited to have a reboot. Well, not like a reboot, but like a continuation of Men in Black movies. I do love the series. Oh, that's just great. But uh, the more I think about it, Oof. Yeah. Which is a shame, because, like, I like Tessa Thompson, I like Liam Neeson, I like Crips Hemsworth. Mm, this wasn't it. You know what's funny? Tessa Thompson and Crips Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. Valkyrie and Thor. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. this was, like, two two or three months after Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. And also, like, they're filmed around the same time. I think it's just coincidence. Yeah. There's no way you can, like, plan that casting. I know. I just think it's funny. It's pretty funny. And you um, know you know what? Actually, one thing about this movie. Oh, it's a like, but, like, I just realized right now. But, hey. What? What? Oh, I, I was going to. Do you want me to wait for my yeah. likes or do you want me to say it now? No, no, just no, no, go, 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 go. You're curious now. Oh, yeah. There's no romance between the main characters. Yeah. They're just co-workers. Yeah, it's implied that Tessa, that Agent M's kind of, like, gay. Or, I thought it was asexual. Yeah, no, I think she, she talks a lot about women. She does? Oh, hmm. I thought it was more asexual. Wait, what? Her but she, eyes she, she, linger says... a lot more on pretty ladies. And she's like, ooh, Riza. Um, what? She says, okay, whatever. 
I, I, no, I, I, got I, it, I got it more as like, yeah, asexual, and she's just not interested in that kind of stuff. Because she doesn't like romance or passion, right? So, yeah. I mean, yeah, that too. Uh, she gave me um, aro les, a uh, romantic lesbian vibes. Okay. A romantic lesbian vibes. That's a thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know. But or like, asexual. Asexual or romantic? No, a romantic. She doesn't want touching right, feelings. Right, 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 right. She wants. She just wants that sweet, sweet. Right. I got. I got the wide. <laughs> that booty, bro. No, the booby. The boob. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's one thing. One good thing. Can I uh, quickly give the synopsis? I don't know. Can you? It's yeah. hard. Okay, so <laughs> we start with Molly, right, mm-hmm. Agent? She grows up. She sees. She saves an alien from being taken by the MIB. Her as parents child, got their minds erased. Not, not before. As a up. child, yeah. yes. But she remembers. She sneaks into MIB by hacking into a NASA satellite. She. They let her in because she found them, and this is the first time. And, so and being... she impressed Agent O, who is uh, from the third movie. Yes. And then from there. She goes to the London branch for her probationary period. She meets Agent H, and then they have to work together to bodyguard, protect... Uh, Vungus. Vungus. Vungus the Ugly. Vungus the Ugly, who uh, also a- uh, Agent H and High Commissioner... A- High, High Agent Agent High T were both uh, working together in France years ago to save the Hive, or to stop the Hive from invading. With nothing but their wits and their Series 7 deatomizers. Uh, and it seems like from that point on, uh, Agent H has been on a downward slump. He's kind of like the James Bond, kind of like being, breaking all the rules, sleeping with the aliens, and, you know, getting away with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're working together. They protect Vungus. Except Vungus dies because some really cool-looking aliens that look like galaxies uh, kill Vungus to get something that... Vungus hands to M because Vungus tried to see if H was worthy of it and he's like no you've changed you're not the same person and uh, M gets the thing and ends up through later shenanigans they try to investigate uh, and I'd be like you can't go look for this stuff you can't go find out the mystery of what killed Vungus you're, you should be in trouble but they lie and they do it and then uh, hi, through a lot of Crazy shenanigans. I don't have to. Aren't really that important. Uh, Vung. Uh, M. Although at the end, it's like a happy ending. Oh no, they got the. They solved the case. It was uh, the aliens are killed. They were trying to get the thing because they're part of the hive. That's what High T said. Although when they're looking at the evidence, it's all gone. The thing that they were looking for, that they had, the little cube that Vungus gave, is actually like a freaking. It's a gun that's powered by a blue giant star that's been shrunk down to about the size of a tennis ball. Yeah, it can eradicate a lot. Yeah. Like, just 0.1% created basically a brand new canyon. No, 0.001% created a brand yes. new Grand Canyon. Yes. In the middle of the Sahara Desert. So they're like, this is too easy. They look for more info. They find it that, uh-oh, it's, oh no, it's High T, the greatest MIB agent of all time. He's been, he's the mole, because there was a hint of it being a mole. That's what they're investigating. So they go and they fight him and ends up he's secretly a hive member since like that night it's implied. Yeah, because the hive, uh, how they work there are like uh, some kind of parasitic 
It's almost like you remember in one when the alien wore Edgar as an Edgar suit. Uh, it's kind of inverted. They like inject themselves into you and then they take over your bo- body. But they can disguise. They can show their hiviness. Yes. When they want to. Yes. But and, it, yeah. So yeah. So he opens it so that, to let them in. Opens the Eiffel Tower. Uh, opens the Eiffel Tower to let them in. There's a big fight. He convinces. H convinces High T, who sees him like a son, uh, to uh, let go of the weapon to stop for just enough time for uh, M to save the day. And she uses the weapon to blow up the entire hive and commits what's basically genocide. But it's okay because they're all evil. I've been playing too much Mass Effect. It's a hive mind. Yes. I've been playing too much Mass Effect. So. And then that's. And then at the end. He is now the probationary high T of the London branch. Well, high H. High H. He's the high H. And then uh, that's the... And then they're still working together somehow, and that's the end of the movie. Oh, I, I thought no. it was like a one last ride kind oh, of okay. thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, it's a one last uh, ride. H. And then H, she's going to go back to New York. Yeah, H becomes high H, and then M goes to New York. Yeah. And that's the end of the movie. Bad. Uh, is it cool if I go first? Because I have a really weird Your reason. Your episodes are, of course you get to pick who gets to go first. Okay, I'll go first for once because I have something I want to say. I'll try and be quick. Likes? I like the alien designs. Maybe because I've been playing Mass Effect. The beard alien was fun. I'm just kind of sad alien. you didn't mention Morocco. Oh my god, oh, why'd you have to remind uh, me of that? I had blocked it out. What? What? I, I, I hated it. It's gross. It's weird. I did not like it at all. He had a little mullet. It was funny. Yeah, it was. It was was actually pretty. It was very in line with the humor. Yes. Uh, that's probably my only like. I think the actress did fine, but I I don't know. It just felt kind of. You don't like Chris Hemsworth and Liam Neeson and Tessa Thompson? I do, but I don't like them when they're just Marvel quips, quipinators the entire goddamn movie. Yeah. Like like I said, the ideas are interesting. Like you have someone who found out that MIB is a thing, and she infiltrates them, and then she's also cool. Like. But she doesn't know everything, and she kind of flusters around. You have Hemsworth, who's like the you know Asian age, who's like the you know he's the James Bond. That's a pretty interesting take, since they're all pretty serious. You know, like you got the you got uh, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones's characters, but their mm-hmm. personalities are swapped in a sense. So it's 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 good. It's good. I like the idea. It just never lived up to the potential it had. Yeah. Am I fixing that? No. Uh. But that was my first dislike. Everything's too goddamn quippy. Uh, it could be me being a hater, but the score was like super generic. There was like one scene where I'm like, I've heard this a million times before. Well, yeah, even like the the Men in Black, like it's just like a rehash of the entire series. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, some about it was not. We could have gone to the twenty two twenty one Jump Street crossover. That they were planning on doing. And it was going to actually happen. Instead, we got this. Oh, man. It would have been good. Oh, man, that would have been good. <laughs> like, sometimes so ideas qu- are so silly and stupid that they just, they can't go wrong. And this is one of them. The question is, how many times in that crossover would Jonah Hill's character get in a relapse? I was thinking the same thing. it's a non-zero number. Oh, no, it's it's a high, it's a double-digit number. Let's he'd, be real. He'd insist. Please, can you make sure it happens 69 times? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It'd be good. It, it would have been cool. Also, my last dislike, I miss the existential lendings, you know? 
Like one had the mar everyone's a marble, two had the locker. Three I never saw, I'll be honest. I kind of was like really Different busy. Kind and- of existential. Yeah. I, I thanks for not spoiling it for me. But like three I just I never saw. And then this one, nah, they just fly off. Everything's cool. You know? I don't know. Yeah. And then uh okay, my fixes. So the reason I wanted to go first was I wanted to make sure no one copied me and then it'd be like, oh, uh, or I copy anyone or, you know, whatever. I mean, you came up with this in 2019 before the podcast, well before the podcast was even invented. So if anything, yeah, for sure. And I made sure I wouldn't touch your fixes with a 10 foot pole. Thank you. Touch. So basically, I thought the movie was legitimately going to go a different way just with their setting up. Because they were like, oh, you're not the same. You're not the same. They make a whole effort saying you're not the same guy. And I'm like, so what I thought was actually happening was that High T was not the one who's infected with the hive. It was H. And then to quickly save him, H was neuralized by High T. That's what I thought the twist was going to be. Right? You're much more creative than the people who made this movie. Yeah. I, I don't think yeah. I'm creative. So, like, I've done research. I've what? looked into this. Bro. As far as... Let me let me finish, please. As far as I've looked into this, this was... This movie wasn't rewritten. I... I, I, I mean, I should have looked at the original script if there was one. But I legit thought... Like, as far as I could tell from my research, there was no... This wasn't the intended way the movie was supposed to go. So my big fix is, is that's what happened. And the reason T is the mole is actually he wants to protect H's reputation and see if maybe killing the hive will get rid of H's infection in a sense. So he plans this whole thing in a roundabout way to just get the hive and stop him, right? To stop the hive. Or gets the weapon to stop the hive. H, when he's near Eiffel Tower, gets infected. You know, the hive comes out. And he kills T, not before T says, you know, like, you know, like you're a son of me, you're better than like an inversion of like, you're still you inside. And then that's when uh, M shoots the thing and just destroys the rest of the hive. And I think if I could keep a fix, uh, H is still secretly hive, but he's like under control. It's still him now. But he still has that kind of thing, and he has to pretend to not be wearing a H suit in a sense, and that's how it. And then everything goes on the same. That last three minutes. Would you keep Pawnee Camille Nanjani's character? It, I'll be honest. I prefer Jar Jar a million times over Pawnee, and I don't know why. What's There's just C- something. Camille, Camille was the only good thing about this movie. I didn't like it. Camille's a good actor. I just did not like the character very much. Half of his quips were funny. The other half were like... Yeah, I know. Yeah, he had like, like a few good scenes. And then, but like he, he like, was the only one with good quips. No. No. I think Hemsworth garbage. had a few actual good ones. I, I think... I can't remember. Pawnee was the worst. Other than like three jokes. Like I forgot. I Like, okay... I erased him from my mind. I'm not even joking. I erased him from my mind. I was mind. wondering, like, you skipped over the part in Morocco where, where they get to Pawnee. I forgot about that bit while I was... That makes me sad. You, like o- you skipped over Rebecca Ferguson also, which I don't know why she's in the movie. Yeah, of all the alien designs, hers was... No, no, but like... I like the whole... But like, that whole arc 
with Rebecca Ferguson's character. Just... It was only, only to tie in both of their backstories. Uh, him a with Risa, that was name dropped, and then Molly with the Tarantian. Yes, because the Tarantian she rescued was working for yeah, with Rick. H's ex Risa, who was a basically the Merchant of Death in the world. Yeah. Although I did like her way of fighting with like the four hands. I thought the yeah, camera was, weight movement three, was clever. Three. She had four. Three. She had you four. Watch it. Both. It's so I did. Three. At the last bit of the fight, she's choking. She's she ha- choking. Yeah, she's got the two extra arms. And she's holding up guns. Yeah. While she's choking uh, M. I'm choking, pretty sure. Or was it H? Choking H, one H. hand. She it looked like two three. for me. She only... I'm Ed not going to fight with you on this. I'm, gonna this. I'm not going to fight with you on this. I, uh, Ed, you're caring more about this than I care about the entire goddamn movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, she had three, three, hand, three arms only. I'm Googling this. Just okay. look up how many hands. Arms. Four hands, yeah. Risa. It's like, cool. She swore she had a secret fourth. Wait, was that the original? Oh, that's not the original design. I was going to say, that design's so much better. Okay, I know I'm seeing three. I'm seeing three. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's whatever. I mean, congrats on being right, Ed. Because it's the stupidest design ever. It makes no uh, sense. Unless, unless your being right is edited out of existence. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's four arms, Ruth. That's it, basically. It, it was, I, I already knew what I wanted to fix coming into this. I just wanted to get it on record. Like, this entire time, like, watch the movie, you guys. And if you guys watch this again and think about the fact that it seems like they were leaning into this whole thing, mm-hmm. especially because I mentioned the hive takes over slowly. Oh my God. They were. Now yeah. That that's what I'm it, wondering if it was. Yeah. So, yeah. Something. Yeah. Something should have happened with each. Like, There's a yeah. lot of foreshadowing so, for that. But instead, no, uh, T made H forget <laughs> so that he could. Why didn't he just kill him that night? Yeah. No one would have known. It's a pretty backwards way of doing this. Anyway, uh, who who wants to go next? Your Ed, episodes are. You have to choose. Ruthie, you go next. Or Ed, do you, do you have an idea or do you want any more time? You choose. Your episodes are. Okay. Uh, Ruthie, you go next. Okay. Obviously the wife. <laughs> <laughs> the wife instead of the husband, though. Are you, being, are you being? Are you being? Why? Why? What is the reason I picked my wife? Are you being sexist right now? No, no. I'm just saying that obviously <laughs> you pick your wife to go next. I'm being dumb. Don't worry about it. Edit are you accusing that. me Edit of sexism, Ed? Are you accusing me of sexism? Uh, maybe I don't know, bro. <laughs> I mean, it, the movie is called Men in Black, and there's women in the movie. They do make that joke about men and women. It's not a joke. Oh, don't, don't don't let them start. Don't get it started. No, no. But later when he's ex- when he's no because Agent O's oh, like yeah, don't yeah. don't let them get started. We've had a meeting about this. Yeah. it's a whole thing. <laughs> it's stupid. Okay, is what I think. <laughs> yeah, it's it's men like in general like humanity. Yeah, yeah. But also like the trope is the men, two, the men in the, the, the men two in black men suits. in black suits that yeah. like. There's video footage of them that is probably fake. Anyways. Likes. Uh, Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth work really well together. I'm glad that they're in another movie that's not necessarily a Marvel movie. But it is kind of feeling like a Marvel movie. Ah, Everything we'll get, we'll feels get there. like a Marvel movie now. Yeah, They make a lot of money. Um, most of the alien designs are really cool. Except for Riza. She's just got this like 
pink and black striped wig and a third arm, but like you don't find out about the third arm until the middle of the fight. So I'm right. I'm just saying, like three arms. What? Three arms. Yeah. I'm right. Yeah. And again, <laughs> that can be edited out. <laughs> you have to take four <laughs> arms, Ruthie. You have to take four. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, my last, like, I like Liam Neeson. I was really sad when he started to get canceled. Um, I'm not gonna, like, deep dive into that, but I'm glad to see, like, he's coming back into Vogue again. Wasn't this movie before the cancellation? I don't remember, but, uh... It was, was... it was, it was. Okay, well, he he was in Dairy Girls when that came back, when the new season dropped. And he wa- he did star in Memento. I know Me- Memento wasn't very successful. He was in Atlanta in the like, second oh, last yeah, season of Atlanta, Atlanta. Atlanta. Talking about the cancellation in the mm-hmm. show. It, it was really funny. Anyway, yeah, I just, I like Liam Neeson. There's just something about him that just like, mm, yeah. Is that, uh, it's that deep voice, right? Against the yeah, I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dislikes. Pawnee, as a character, he's like, okay. I didn't laugh at a lot of his jokes. I think I changed the what makes Pawnee funny. I didn't. Some of his quips just did not land. Or maybe, yeah, like, the first one that comes to mind is the Kanye joke, but maybe that's just because of all the bullshit that's going on with Kanye lately. Yeah. Um, the big, big problem in this movie is that it doesn't feel like a Men in Black movie. It feels like a Marvel adaptation of Men in Black. Like, you're waiting to for Chris Hemsworth to, like, grab Mjolnir. And I think I figured out why. So Men in Black is a buddy cop, high stakes, low visibility story where the characters are only really ability uh, limited by their ability to cover up the truth with their hidden alien technology. This film is high stakes with destruction that is incredibly visible to normal people, uh, which means that the stakes have to be like 10 times bigger to kind of have the same dramatic weight as the original series. Uh, there's kind of, and in the original like trilogy, there's, uh, it's like a buddy cop movie, but then there's also kind of like the subterfuge, more like a James Bond flick. There's mystery and subterfuge, but, uh, this one doesn't quite feel like that. Uh, and not to mention M and H are both silly cop. Wait, when is M the silly cop? Uh, the Jababy, uh, are you uh prostitute what what was when she was with the Jababians and then she was like faking it I, I think she was just more flustered no I'm I'm again I'm not trying to sh- like shit on you I'm just trying to remember no I just felt like I, I say silly cop they were just too quippy with each other they were just both I don't know they felt kind of samey yeah in, no no I see it. I see you yeah, yeah I see what you mean and what makes a good buddy cop duo is you do need to have some kind of opposite to play around with like uh j and k being uh very silly very serious or uh like in the jcs criminal uh true crime psychology videos there's always good cop and stupid cop who interrupts good cop at all the good bits yeah my weird thought was uh jake and boyle from uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Because they're very similar, but there's just enough differences to whenever they have to work together, it gets kind of goofy. Yeah, like, they can be similar. I was I was thinking, like, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine makes a really good example of this. Um, Amy and Jake 
uh, silly cops by the books cop, uh, Amy Ro- uh, and Rosa. You got badass cop. You got by the book. You don't have to have it be good cop, bad cop. You don't have to be uh, stupid, silly, or serious, silly. You can have a good mix of these personality quirks, but you just need to have some kind of opposite or different duo to make a good buddy cop work. Can I uh, butt right in with another really yes. good one? Whoopi Goldberg and the Dinosaur. The fuck are you on about? No one knows that there's a movie where Whoopi Goldberg's a cop and her partner is a dinosaur. And it's like a dude in a dinosaur suit. Okay. Feel free to take that one out. How many edibles did you eat, bro? (laughs) All of them. He's still high two months later. (laughs) (laughs) Agent M's acceptance into MIB was just super meh. It just feels like incredibly soulless compared to jay's introduction in the first or induction in the first movie thank you um and agent o's reiteration of tommy lee jones monologue ugh, it felt like she didn't want to do it oh yeah that was kind of her own no it was the same monologue it was yeah wait what monologue are you, you are not about? a part of the system oh the yeah system. that's right oh yeah. that one right yeah. i keep thinking of the like people are stupid one i'm like no. that's a great line no when she's like you are now a man you're now a you're part of the men in black and like it's got the thing with the it's got the hip-hop music or the whatever music in the background and tessa's picking out her outfits they're all black suits um the cricket yeah, yeah and she's like nah yeah like, I mean, I, I'm glad I didn't retread. The, I feel like that was a fine way to not read. Like, we're not no, going to retread ground. But no, like, they retread it. It was I mean, retread. Briefly. It was a small little. I like the cricket. That was fine with me. That was a cute little callback. It was like that scene in Knives Out where uh, Anna, Anna de Armas was walking through the, her muddy footprints from the last night. Retreading. Anna de Armas is a. Right, she's the main character. Yeah. I got confused with Anna Taylor Joy for a second. That's why I'm just like, wait. <laughs> Anya's white, though. She's not Latina. Anna. (laughs) Anya. Anna. Yeah. You can see why I got my wires crossed. Yeah. No, I got you. Uh, All the villains in this movie felt really muddled compared to the rest of Men in Black. Like, their motivations and even just who the villain was. So, to recap, in one, we've got the bug in the Egger suit wanting to steal a galaxy from an expat prince. Uh, two, Sarlina trying to find the light of Zartha, gift to given to Earth to cement di- diplomatic relations. Do you just remember this on top of your head? No, I had to Google it. Okay, okay. No, I wanted to make sure. I wanted to double check. I knew it was like something about stealing the light, but I couldn't remember uh, Zarlina's, Zarlina's name. Three, I'm not spoiling for you. Mm-hmm. A recently escaped convict is trying to exact his revenge on Agent K. Well, that's really good because I know the actual like uh, gimmick of the movie. Yeah. And now international for, but yeah. So we got these galaxy guys who are trying to steal a weapon to destroy the hive. We think they're the hive. They're not the hive. There's the hive, a planet conquering parasite species. Riza, the merchant of death. The men in black themselves, which C kind of mentioned. Now prioritizing money over their original goals of protecting humanity from the secrets of the universe. 
uh, now turning on each other and assuming that some there's a mole somewhere. And then there's high tea, but he's secretly with the hive. I just wanted to add somebody else in there to show how muddled it is. Was it for money? Wait, I thought wait, they wait, took wait, the Marcus job to... You didn't mention the twins. I did mention the she twins. Did. That's the first one, the galaxy guys. Okay. Wait, Oopsie. was it for greed? I thought it was just for like. She alludes to it being about greed. In I a forgot that. Line. Okay, I forgot that line. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. No. Um. The Jababians they own plant they own planet destroying mining equipment and sees like when how, when was it that the MIB kind of just turned into a tourism thing for rogue aliens. Oh, okay. Or for rogue alien royalty. That was like. Oh, okay. Because I thought it was like, if you don't help us with Var- entertain Vargas, we're going to drill your planet yeah. and destroy it. No, it was that. But then C was like, hey, isn't it kind of fucked up? It feels like the Men in Black does, does this more for money than like protecting Earth anymore. Right. Thank you. Yeah. I forgot about that bit. Thank you. So, with that in mind, let's dive into my fixes. First of all, we're going to get rid of that pesky scene at the very beginning with High T and uh, Chris Hemsworth with the Hive. That's not going to be as important in my version. The movie's going to start up the same ver- way after that Eiffel Tower bit with Molly, her family encountering the uh, terrarian. Terrarian? Terrarian. Yeah. Uh, the MIB neuralizing her family, but she remembers everything, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Cut to present day. Agent M is the top recruit out of New York's MIB unit. She basically uh, pioneered the ROTC of the Men in Black. And if you're not familiar with what ROTC is, it's basically like junior military you're basically like taking college credits and you're gonna get like super promoted into an officer or something you just do some of the work earlier yeah with school work include i had a yeah. friend who was trying to do ROTC. yeah uh can i ask a question yeah it's not even the answer how does how does it maintain secret i'm curious now on this well no that's the thing like uh she was like actively pursuing it and she's basically like paved the way for every for uh future recruits She's like, oh, so like they don't know they're going for MIB, but it's just kind of like, uh, here's some potential recruits when that. Yeah, she basically here uh, in my next bullet point. She doesn't just play by the rules. She makes her own rules and then follows them. Okay. She's dedicated, procedural and stubborn. Uh, And when she's finally ready to finally hit the field and stop just being like trainee analyst she is more than surprised when agent o is sending her across the pond what could be more important than being here here in new york uh cut to henry and i liked his introduction i will say like him doing the gambling ring with the snake in the middle and he's grabbing the cards that was fun that was clever uh I would keep everything the same on his end, except when M finds herself in London, he's the one trying to get her to be on the mission, not the other way around. See, he wants to have the partner to make him seem like the cool mentor. The problem is he's explaining things that uh, she either already learned about, because again, like ROTC, or she didn't particularly care about, or it's like hyper-specific to London. So not... yeah, he's like, I want. I don't want it to be like mansplaining, but like he's trying to be the mentor, but she's just not having it. Okay, so me as a when I'm coaching my newer, uh, I suppose teammates, so. yes, yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, and I will mention. Uh, just before I forget, Pawnee. The gag isn't that he has all those funny quips. 
The gag is he's about three inches tall, but he does have the physical capabilities of like an actual warrior. Like think of a like a human knight in the armor with the sword, the whatever, but like three inches tall. So like a super small Yoda. Yes. And the gag is he's like he still sounds like Camille Nanjani. He's like, I will protect you, my queen. And you're like, ha ha, he's not going to protect her. He's too small. And then he hits something. I'm imagining like a. So he's like and it's not Ant-Man. agility. Like, huh? Yeah. Ant-Man. Yeah. Like a- Ant-Man. I was thinking more like a mix of Ant-Man, like Deku when he first activates uh, one for all. And he just does that punch. Yes, but without breaking the limbs. I mean, yeah, yeah, of course. Although that would be funny if he just, he can, he can save her once. (laughs) Okay. Now, uh, here's my last, like, big fix. I don't care about the hive. I don't know. If the hive is real, they could be. For my purposes, whether they're important or whether they're there or not isn't important. What is important is that people feel threatened by the existence of the hive. Um, what is the villain? I think I would want MIB to be the villain. They are uh, using Riza to uh, try and acquire. They're using Riza as almost like. I don't even know if they use Riza, actually, come to think of it. Whatever. The idea is it's a bit of a scramble. It's a three-way dash for the rep- weapon. You got MIB, you have M and H, and you have Riza. They're all trying to find the weapon. Um, Vungus, he was assassinated by MIB. But you could even have it where uh, they try and make it as mundane as possible to like make it look like it wasn't an assassination by MIB. Like They're really trying to keep this under wraps. They want this really powerful weapon. Uh, maybe they want to sell it, maybe not. Again, I wanted to play with this idea of the MI being being corrupted. So then the plot is not uh, figure out who killed Vungus and why. The plot is to get the sun gun out of London. Well, first figure out what it is. But once they figure out what it is, Morocco, find a way to get the weapon to Agent O, probably the only person in MIB who could stop London Branch. And, uh, yeah. Nice, that sounds fun. You could even end the big climactic fight with H just neuralizing high T. Oh, that's good. That's good. And yeah, that's all I got. Wow. Damn. Huh. Yeah, the the idea is the escape is uh, they have to avoid using like alien tech, so they have to do everything low key to not. So that's why it's international. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. This was like literally the hardest for me to fix because I can't think of anything without just making a whole brand new fucking movie. You can do, do that oh, on the spot. Doing it live? Yes. yes. <sighs> Fuck it. Still, likes, like, yeah, no romance between the main characters. Awesome. Like, first time ever. Um, it is a breath of fresh air. I still, I still like ponies. Some clips were funny. Yeah. Um, um, dislikes. <laughs> oh, I, I did, I did like the twin villains, the Galaxy Boros. 
Oh yeah, they, they look, look cool. To they look were at. really cool. Yeah, and also it seems like their entire special effects budget went into them because every yeah. other thing, it just looked like a like a fucking college film, like super <laughs> fucking Sahara Desert. Like if you look at the Sahara Desert scene again, look at the background. It is so fucking bad. Yeah. Uh, it's really bad. Tunes- I'm wondering if the Looney Tunes movie had a really good com- desert scene compared to a... Probably. You know, the one with Brendan Fraser? Yeah. Back in mm-hmm. action? Yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Are you trying to think of other likes? Uh, no, dislikes. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm going moving on to dislikes. Um, the, the twins were inconsequential. Not, like... Yeah. There was nothing for them ever. Big nothing burger. Mm-hmm. Big nothing bagel. Um, I did not like the uh, the characterization of H and M because, like, yeah, it's a buddy cop kind of shit, but like, it's always just like you know the super strict fucking person and the fucking free spirit that gets away with breaking all the rules. I don't like that. Do something different. Like, still opposite body cop shit, but like. Do something else, please. Do you have an idea? No, not yet. Okay. <laughs> uh, Reese's character also didn't need to be there. Um. Oh my god, I hate. I hate red herrings when they're so fucking obvious. Because Agent C was the red herring as the mole, and it was so fucking obvious that I'm like, he's not the mole. <laughs> I'll be honest. As soon as I saw Liam Neeson, I'm like, "Oh, don't tell me he's a bad guy." <laughs> he's Liam got Neeson, the voice the bad for guy. it. Well, he's also Qui Gon Jin. Yeah. So I'm like, "Oh, please be a Qui Gon and not a fucking uh, Emperor Palpatine here, please." The whole movie was just terrible. Also, it's it's just like <sighs> no, so muddled, really soul feel. over the place kind of shit. <laughs> So I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna do like a quick, like I guess elevator pitch for it. Okay. Uh, and I. Uh, so yeah. It's gonna be like a Shark Tank thing where like H- Hector and I have to bid for. Give me bid. one second. Okay. He's how, sniffing how, a bunch of cocaine to get ready, like every good movie exec doing a pitch. Uh, how how much money should we both have, to to like offer the pitch? One million pennies, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is a thousand if my math's correct. Something like that. Let me look up how many. How much is one million pennies? While well, it's gone, if I Google how much is one million pennies, it's a, it's a million pennies. Stupid. <laughs> We're keeping this all in, right? <laughs> it's a shit kind of ton of quarters. Stupid. <laughs> it's one million pennies in dollars. It's ten thousand okay. dollars. Yeah, that's about right. So like. Maybe just like a thousand bucks worth of pen, like ten bucks, ten bucks. <laughs> really? No, the whole point is that it's a lot of money, but it's not real money. <laughs> One million pennies. Sorry. Uh, how much do I have to do here? Uh, nothing. I had my headphones off. Oh, good. Okay. Uh- <laughs> Where the fuck was I? 
you you're, were about to give your elevator pitch. And we have we're going to give you a pro- budget of 1 million pennies. No, 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 no. It's a Shark Tank thing, so we have to bid on it. That's what I'm saying. I am willing to bid. If it's good, I'll, at most I can bid is 1 million pennies, which yeah, I did our... the Google while you were gone. 10 bucks. It's $10,000. 10,000? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, I can make a good short film with that. Um, that's like a Velocipaster level budget. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, a little more, I think. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, the elevator pitch for it. Well, let me think of it again. I had it. I fucking had it. Um, so I am going to take a little bit of a, the existential shit you guys mentioned about. And I, I like that stuff. Uh, especially if you, <laughs> Stellaris has some real cool shit with existential shit like that. Anyways, um. I'm going to say, so it starts off the same with Molly saving the, maybe, yeah, that can come in later. But Molly saving the thing, yeah, there's no hive thing. Also, like you, Ruthie, that doesn't throw that beginning hive thing out. And uh, I also want Molly to be able to, like, ever since that, she, like, is working towards it and uh, to to become part of the MIB. And it's going to be a lot, lot less of a hassle for her. Like she's going to like people, the MIB is going to notice her and they're going to like recruit her how they're supposed to. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then H and T are more or less the same. I, I would, I would make her less, less of a fucking uh, stickler to the rules. She's just like newbie still learning more more of the rules and h is less of a james bond kind of shit they're more they're more grounded i'd say and i'm actually so gonna, like what they're just so more like what real. separates them okay they're just more real like she's still she's still like about the like about following the rules because she's new she doesn't want to mess up and h can get away with some stuff but they're more grounded in reality as real characters um, and I would actually use the twins as the bad guys for this, as the villains for this, and just them. Okay. Um, where, yes, there's still that weapon. Yes, they still kill the guy who has the weapon at first. Molly still gets it. Um, and I don't know exactly how the movie would go in the middle part because this is on the spot, but th- there would be some conflicts with with the twins. Uh, am I, there's no mole, there's no mention of the hive, really, for a lot of the movie. Or for much of the movie. Um, and the weapon, the, the twins are trying to get the weapon, Molly has the weapon, and eventually uh, they come to a confrontation where Molly or uh, no no Molly or H or somebody has to use the weapon because that's the only thing that can actually hurt them those two and they kill them but uh mm. but before they kill them they have that same quote of like we would do anything to protect our planet and they say so would we kind of thing because I really like that part about it they do anything to protect it and then with some kind of remains or something they find out like oh these are like some really like isolationist aliens that came from like 
this galaxy, they have like extra galactical capabilities to travel galaxies. Now I and see then where Solaris comes in. What? Now I see where Solaris is coming. Yeah. Um, but yeah, extra galactical threats are amazing because moving between galaxies is supposedly impossible. Um, anyways, they go back to base with this and they 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 realize what they were and they they wanted the weapon for something. And then they they like go, use their super high tech to look at the galaxy that they come from and it's just gone. Wherever the galaxy was, it's just a black nothing there. There's no readings of anything. And it's just gone. And that's it. <laughs> Wait, so what's the point of the gun then? Uh, the point of the gun was the twins wanted it to protect their galaxy. But from what? It was too late from their gal. It was too late for them. To no, no, no. Like, well, I, I want it to be kind of like, maybe, maybe they they do find out what they were earlier in the movie, and they look at the galaxy, and it's like there, and they don't see anything dangerous. And then at the end of the movie, after killing them, they look back, and it's just gone. From what I've heard of the original comic, MIB, the movies are based off of. I think you kind of hit got the tone of that one a bit more. <laughs> So for your uh, very long elevator pitch, I will say it was longer than ten seconds. Yeah, uh, I know. I am gonna, <laughs> I am gonna have to penalize you on that, and uh, I am gonna, but I will still offer you. Uh, I will finance this for about half a million pennies. <laughs> half a million pennies. I will do half a million pennies and a sandwich. Your choice of sandwich, as long as it's, uh, as long as I have a coupon for it. <laughs> It's not enough to finance this movie either. I'm going to walk out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's. I want to keep the existential stuff and that that kind of stuff. Where yeah, I yeah, even, I'd, I'd, I'd say I'd say that looking at the galaxy. Yeah, that's yeah. They would have to look at the galaxy early in the movie, and then at the end of the movie, they look at it again. It's just gone, and there's no explanation of what did that. Obviously, that's what makes it cool. But yeah, that's a that's an actual event in Stellaris that has no consequences. It's just like whenever Mantis was looking into space and there was a galaxy here and now it's gone. <laughs> you know, just as you do. Just gone. Just blackness. Empty space now. Yep. And there's like that sounds fun. Yeah, there's like no like no uh, like infrared, no ultraviolet from the stars. There's, like everything, it just like ceased existing in an instant, basically. Yeah, that's I what I would do. I would keep the twins because the tw- like, just them saying we would do anything like to protect their planet, and they fail. No, that's good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh. I almost said fixes. Grades. Uh, grades. Thank you. Grades. The sixth letter of the alphabet. I had to count with my fingers, not gonna lie. It's, <laughs> it's an F for everyone who's curious. Really? This one's an F? Yeah. Like, it's bad, but I don't think it's F worthy. It's like a D at D+. Plus. It's like a C I think it's an D F. Plus. That's I fair. I think it's an F. I, I mean, think it's... Yeah, it's your choice. It's your pick. It's valid. I'm just saying... No, like... it's not valid. It's a bad choice. But, like, we respect it enough, at least. <laughs> it's a wrong to... opinion. Like, a... I take back my coupon, Ed. Uh, my coupon mm. offer. Okay. 
<laughs> what do you it guys like compare it? D's? D plus. C, C minus. Gross. It was just okay. But for a Men in Black movie, like, that's like, devastating. Okay, okay, okay. So, like, here's here's why it's an F for me. Because it, I don't think it's, like, the movie itself is F tier. It's just so jumbled and so all over the place and so much wasted opportunity and so many nothing bagels that it makes it an F. It's incoherent, but, like, it's not, it's not a, t- like, a terrible movie. It's just so much was there and just nothing out of it. And that's why it's an F. It's just wasted opportunity. It's pretty ass, I'm not gonna lie. It is still like, I don't blame the actors or anyone. I'm just or even the director, because there were some good, well directed moments. I just think like Yeah. It's, it's still kinda... an ass movie. It's just like not as bad as like what 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 movies like really bad that we've done. Like it's not it's not like I think Sony just sucks at franchises after like the Spider-Man. It's like they made a devil. It's like they made a deal with a monkey power deal with the devil. Where it's like, yeah, Spider-Man trilogy, fucking amazing. And then everything after every big franchise after that, and like Men in Black, just the original mm-hmm. trilogy, just mmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know because right. it's not like uh the that Hallmark movie, the time travel one. It's not that. It's not that kind of bad. But it's just like, yeah, it's not right. back to Christmas. <laughs> yeah, because there is something bad about, or there's something entertaining about a movie that bad. That's why, I, yeah. yeah, and that's why this is so fucking terrible because because it's you, not sometimes even entertaining. really bad movies they can be entertaining, but this one's just not, and it's still bad. See, for me, the reason I didn't give it like a D or lower is it's like. It didn't make me feel anything. You have too much love for the franchise. I I love the franchise <coughs> too much, but like I said, it's kind of like a nothing burger, and like it's really boring. But like, it's it's not that it like makes me angry per se. It's just like there's know. nothing there. Mm-hmm. That's like feeling yeah. nothing is worse than feeling angry about it. Yeah, but I feel it depends on the kind of anger. But I get that. I mean, yeah, it, I guess it does because I'm angry at all the wasted opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Ed, what have you been watching or reading? Stick to two. Um, nothing new. I mean, I started Hunter x Hunter. Ooh, where you at? Where you at? Where you at? And it's okay. Like episode six or eight. Oh, it gets better. It gets better. Once it really starts, it gets good. Wait, once the hunt, once he meets his, uh, his puppy, once gone meets his friend. No, once Gon meets K- Kalua, the best, his best friend, the white haired kid. Yes, yeah, that's when yeah, it starts to get al- good. Yeah, already, he, they already met. No, no, no. Sorry, once let me explain. Once they're in the trial, like once they're in the hunter exams. Yeah, that's when it gets good. Not yeah. just like the small bits. I'm talking like the big tests. You'll oh, know the what I'm big tests. About. Okay. No, no, no. Once you're in the big tests, that's when the series. Right, right that's now, when right I was now they're like, they're inside a pillar and they're doing like a little one v one fight and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know where it's at. Yeah, no, keep going, keep going. It'll be good. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's good. Apart from that, not much really. I haven't been really playing any games. Um, Ruthie, I, 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 uh, have, I have. Eh. Been... I, you said two. 
Up to two. Up to two. Well, still, I still want to. I still want to talk about Trigun Stampede and how good it is and how dark. You've it talked is. about Sheen. This is the third time you brought up Trigun Stampede <laughs> this month. It's really good. This is foul. Watch it. It's really good. I know, but this is the third fucking time. Yeah, I know. I've, I've kept track. Twice. <laughs> At least. <laughs> I just wanted to do the Mrs. Fowl impression. No, you're a better Mrs. Fowl than I can. <laughs> <laughs> you just make bird noise. <laughs> I, 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 I go too gravelly on accident. Yeah, you do. <laughs> but yeah, those two things. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have been watching a documentary that has been doing a deep dive into human civilization. <laughs> oh, God. Human civilization. That's more Irish. <laughs> That's Irish. Yeah. Uh, you fucking donkey. That's Scottish. God nuns. damn it. I'm a nonce. English? Conk on it. Nuclear. Nukes aren't, aren't real anymore. Don't don't spoil the best show. Oh, that's the one you. Oh, I know which exactly which one you're no, watching. No, we finished the show. We finished the that show was like... yesterday. We were watching, but uh, oh, we finished okay. today. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> it's really good. It's really the, that's good. the that's the, the the interview girl that like right. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. interview. She's acting Philomena like a complete. Conk. She's acting like a complete idiot yeah. while she's interviewing some of the brightest minds in the world. Well, good, good thing we got rid of all the nukes, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Can we talk about something more cheerful? <laughs> it was a sweet scene. All right, Ruthie. Uh, anything else? Sims is releasing a new expansion pack, and I'm I'm about to be back on my bullshit. Okay, I'm so excited. I I know. <laughs> Our poor paycheck. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that bad. Uh, let me see here. Oh my, so I mentioned a little bit earlier with that Mass Effect joke I tried to sneak in, but you guys wouldn't let me go do it. Yeah. Fucking 2 is so good, you guys. <laughs> like, I get it now. I fucking get it now. He's a Mass Effect guy now. I get it. I, I, uh, no, like, halfway through 2, I'm like, I should buy a hoodie. I should buy the hoodie they sell. The N7? Um, uh, I heard, I heard, I'm just trying to help you. I've heard that... Uh, you need the DLC for Mass Effect 3 to not be disappointed. It comes with the game. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, he got the full trilogy from a friend. Yeah, it, it the remastered has all of it. The only thing they don't ha- the only thing that game doesn't have is one of the DLC for one, and that's because it was made by another company, and the source code got corrupted. Mm. The other thing I'm tentative about is uh, the Gorillas album comes out in two days from now. Did you hear that? Did you hear that their movie got canceled? Yeah, I know. <sighs> I mean, would they have included the guy from Powerpuff Girls? No, that was a one-time thing. The li- they they can't do it again. The rights were too much. Lame. Like it was a miracle they got the first time. Why would you want a movie if they couldn't include the guy from Powerpuff Girls? I mean, it's already past that arc anyway. Um, yeah. Oh, also, I got Mass Effect. Two- oh, not Mass Effect Two. The Last of Us Two. For like five bucks the other things. day, huh? That's three things. 
Well, I'm, I haven't played it yet. I'm not going to play it for a while, but I got it for That's five three months. things and you're I'm talking about. Tentatively waiting. Oh, Ed, I'm, I'm sorry, Ed. You're right, because you've <laughs> never broken the rule once. <laughs> and I'm just saying it's a tentative thing. I hope it's the gameplay's cool for Last of Us Part 2. That's all I'm Did saying. Did you play Part 1? Yes, I've played. I, okay. I got it on PS3 back when, like, I got it release month. Did he play 1? He played <laughs> 1 in 2013 when it fucking came out. Then you got my brother who's beaten it. He said up to like 30 times, and I kind of believe him. It's like his favorite game. Mm, is he watching the show? He is. Yeah, and he keeps complaining that mm. it's not 100% accurate to the video game. And it's like, dude, it's a different medium. Yeah. <laughs> it's his first adaptation. I don't blame him. But yeah, I get that. Some of the there, I have some ifs with the show. Um, I mean, they did oh, so much better. I mean, I'm yeah, not denying that one. But like... Yeah. But what I'm what I am triggered about is that they're not keeping a very very we have iconic seen the lines. Hmm? We're not see, we haven't seen the newest episodes. What are you saying? They, they they haven't they aren't keeping very iconic lines. Uh, there's one in the newest episode that I won't say. Uh, and there's one in uh right before the episode where they meet Henry and Sam at the end of the episode. You know when the guy like walks into the street and he's like limping yeah. and asking for help, right? In the in in the show, Ellie's like, "Are we gonna help him?" And Joel just says no, and they drive past him. In the game, it's an iconic line where Ellie says, "Are we gonna help him?" And Joel says, "He ain't even hurt." <laughs> yeah. I mean that's a smaller line. I don't think I've never heard anyone quote that one. Nope, but there's a there's a much bigger one in the next upcoming episode that I am so sad they did not include it. Fair enough. I think I know the episode. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, no, thank you everyone for listening. Perhaps. Thank you. Perhaps you should join Perchance. us for our next episode. Who picks? Is me. Oh. Ed, who name name one of your top three actresses? Okay, acting ability or the, I I don't attractiveness. I don't know. I guess attractiveness. Aubrey Plaza. No, the other one. Anya Taylor Joy. No. What? Emma yeah. Stone. No. What? Cerise Ronan. Oh, Saoirse Ronan. Ronan. Saoirse Ronan, yes. Saoirse Ronan. Uh, this next one, ha- she's the lead lady. What movie? Lady Bird? The host. Wait, what? Wait, the, the Korean <laughs> one? No! The no, Stephanie it's... Myers one. Oh, right, she did another book after Twilight. Okay, okay. Yeah. You uh, can understand my confusion. It's called, or she, she dubbed it the sci-fi book for people who hate sci-fi. <gasps> Oh no! Is that what Stephanie Myers said? Or yes, that's Ronan? what Ste- that's what Stephanie Myers called it. She's like, I don't like oh. sci-fi, but I got inspired to write it, so it's sci-fi for people who don't like sci-fi, that... which is a great sign. Yeah. Um, this shit's got ten percent in Run Tomatoes. Oh, no. <laughs> You're gonna see why. Oh no! I'll I'll have my drinks ready. No, I'm not. Gonna yeah, say actually, doing a drunk episode might be funny with this one because it's like, no, I, I, my ADHD runs too much for that. What? That's a really low rating. Uh, Ed, do you want the premise of the host? 
Why won't it load? Well, not the mayonnaise. Uh, let's see. A body snatching... Wait, no, wait. Hold up. When an unseen enemy threatens mankind by taking over their bodies and erasing their memories, Melanie Strider... Wow, what a sci-fi name. Risks everything to protect the people she cares What is going on? The battle for Earth is ending. It's true. All right. Uh, yeah, we have an Instagram reshoot move uh, reshoot podcast reshoot underscore podcast reshoot underscore podcast. If you just look at reshoot, we'll be there. Yeah, we'll be there. It's yellow, like this logo. Uh, Twitter at reshoot movie po one. We have not one, not two, but three letterboxed. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we have a red bubble for like little pins. stickers, and uh, I think I've got a phone wallet thing design oh cool i didn't know you had a phone wallet it's been there the whole time i haven't added any new designs yet i mean we've been busy we have been so busy actually let me side tangent i know some people actually like the award show we did i am sorry everyone we can't do it this year something came up and i don't have the time blame me blame me it's my fault the reason we can't watch it we can't do it this year Blue hector we all hate hector yeah i don't hate hector you should (laughs) i'm sorry I was hyping it up, like, two episodes back. It's not going to be able to happen this year, and I'm sorry. Hmm. Well, we did our top ten. We did our top ten. We have a Mastodon. We do have a Mastodon. It is Reshoot Podcast, because no one else was on Mastodon with a close enough name. Uh, We also have a Gmail. You can email us directly, uh, much like the uh, Nigerian prince who is currently in my inbox. I keep forgetting to respond to him. He's probably got something important to say. Uh, reshootpodcast at gmail.com <laughs> What? He needs help. He needs to reclaim his throne. I want to be part of a fucking, like, Hamlet revenge. They think you're a boomer. Huh? <laughs> they think Ruthie's a boomer with that scam. No, boomer's my, boomer's my cat. He's our sweet boy. Boomer's our cat. He's a sweet boy. Okay. You he falls I mean. for all those emails. He does. He does. We love him anyway. Mm. And I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Goodbye, give us, everyone. Give us likes. Give us five stars. Give us Share us with your friends. Maybe them... comment if there's a place where you can comment. We like uh. to post fun stuff. And we have reviews. And it leaves a review. We'll read it if we... Be sure to like this video, hit that subscribe button, and tap the little bell. And ring that bell! Ring, ring! Yeah. (laughs) Alright. Thank you again for listening, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Today's film was Men in Black International, directed by F. Gary Gray. The screenplay was written by Matt Holloway and Art Markham. The original comic was written by Lowell Cunningham. The cinematographer was Stuart Dreiber. Go show some love to their various social media accounts. They made a movie, which is more than we can say here. We've been on a really good streak with bad movies lately. Join us to see if the host will continue this streak. Thank you. Goodbye.